0: Today on the Topping Show, the quartering is attacked by CNN after exposing their lies. Vivek on Nikki Haley profiting from war that she supports. UAW President Sean Fein wears a shirt that says, Eat the rich while being in the top 5% of earners himself. DeSantis says he will repeal the Trump bump stock ban and Biden's pistol brace ban. anheuser Bush tweets with a Dalmatian butt is roasted in mere minutes. Tesla now offers a factory wrap for a mere $8,000. Qualcomm announces additional layoffs. Canon launches a machine to make the most advanced semiconductors on the market, they claim. And LinkedIn bans my cigars and cybersecurity posts. All that much is more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice a day. see he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's a joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, if you spend 37K, you get a free 37mm flare launcher, either side loader or straight loader. Dealers' choice, so to say. Go to toppingtechnologies.com to learn a little bit more. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of October. So if you can click that button, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business part of the podcast, you have Canon launching a machine, claiming it will make the most advanced semiconductors on the market, as the market just heats up further and further and further. Now, Canon is best known for their cameras and their printers and their lenses. It's one of those things where you really don't think about them for data center or really semiconductor chip technology. Now, interestingly enough, they claim this new tool allowed them to make the most advanced on the market. Now, it's one of those disappointing things where perhaps I'm just nostalgic for the heyday of the 70s and the 80s when Product names were extremely, ridiculously unique and creative, perhaps due to copious amounts of things they used to put in the water back in the day, in terms of recreational, recreational substances, so to say. But nevertheless, I think you could have a modicum of creativity without those, to be sure. But nowadays, it seems like they just use a spreadsheet. I say that because, again, this is supposed to be a revolutionary technology. Canada wants to put their name on the map, and yet the machine is called the. FPA1200NZ2C. I was gonna say, uninspirational to say the least, it's almost as boring as something that comes from the U.S. House of Representatives. We have a bill that's just called hb A. It invokes no emotions or tells you anything about the product. It's one of the things I always give uh, crap to BMW about where they have all the, this, instead of actually having a product name, they're all just a couple letters and numbers. Mercedes is a lot of the same. It's, it's one of those things where I think if you want to really convey emotion and really give an idea of what the product is for a consumer, give the product a name that they can actually understand. Not the FPA twelve hundred N Z two C. But again, you're, you'll forget about that in eighteen seconds. It's not a very more memorable name. But, nevertheless, it is apparently supposed to be groundbreaking, and they claim they'll be able to make semiconductors equivalent to 5 nanometers in process, and go as small as 2 nanometers. Now, in terms of when they asked for comment, they said the latest nano-imprint lithography system is Canada's challenge to Dutch firm ASML. Again, another C- for marketing. It's an acronym, so I guess it's kind of neat, depending on what it stands for, but... Again, you'll forget that company as soon as we stop talking about it. Now, AS, now ASML dominates the extreme ultraviolet lithography machine market, which is the EUV machine market. And they say that ASML's tools are required to make the most advanced chips, such as those in the latest Apple iPhones, which are manufactured by Taiwan's TSMC. So it'll be interesting to see is Canon goes into a new product category and really wants to break into a new product market Will it be accepted? Will it truly be the best? It'll be interesting to see some benchmark results and tests. As once you get people get their hands on the product and see how well it really works, it's also another category where it's heating up ex- exponentially, especially with manufacturing in the United States. Partially because thanks to the pandemic, we realized how the downside of a global economy where you have semiconductors made in countries halfway across the globe, where nowadays with the American economy, damn near everything you like and enjoy and purchase has a semiconductor in it somewhere of basically everything electronic so with the exception of such great things as the staccato pistols and perhaps the glocks i can't think of hardly anything that doesn't have a semiconductor conductor chip these days so it'll be interesting to see let me know do you think this will really put canon on the map or do you think do you think it'll change c- consumer perception of people just thinking they're a camera company it'll be interesting to see but i always say time shall tell other interesting business use you have Tesla now offering a factory wrap for mere $7,500 to $8,000. Now, this is a factory service only available at two Tesla service centers in Southern California. So, presumably, it'll be a very quick service since it's in California. Presumably, all the workers and all the people are trying to move as fast as possible to avoid all the people on copious amounts of drugs and people are stealing everything that isn't bolted down. Perhaps it is a good exercise program or regiment, to say the least. now it's going to start with wraps for both the Model 3 and Model Y. And it'll cost between those two price points noted earlier. The colors being gray, matte white, matte black. Those are the cheaper options. But, so the $75 price point. But if you want blue, green, red, or rose gold, you have to pay $8,000 for a wrap. And I did do some searching on the internet. This is a wrap for your vehicle where you actually put it around. It's not a wrap as uh, Will Smith might have done back in the day when he was socially revel- uh, relevant. That was a wrap burn. Now, if you go to any third-party wrap places, which there's a lot of debates on should you wrap your car or not, most often than not, it is very much cheaper than painting your vehicle, but depending on the application, it's certainly not well, certainly not as durable, but it can a scratch or damage to so they paint under it. So it's one of those things where... Kudos to Tesla. It is going to be very profitable. If you're a shareholder, you should be applauding Elon for this idea. Oh, it's not really an original idea, but to factory option it. Because again, the cost of the actual wrap itself, negligible to say the least. The most important component or in that cost structure is usually the labor. And given Tesla has one of the best, most effective labor rates in the automotive industry, thanks to becu- them offering their employees stock options, which again, that's, I don't want to say worth their weight in gold, but perhaps perhaps titanium or platinum. It's precious metal to say the least, and it will definitely be able to do well. But most ramp places, like if you go find a third party, it's usually, I will say between two dollars and $5,000. Again, it, there's a lot of variables depending on the size of your vehicle, but you're definitely paying a premium. And this is a great new revenue stream for Tesla. And it's a lot cheaper than Tesla to actually do this than to paint the vehicles, which would be a whole nother of logistics in terms of the paint supplies and all that kind of applications. So, good idea. Let me know. Do you think this will really increase in popularity? A lot of people throughout the years have had third parties already wrapping the Teslas because for the, for many years, they've had the same rudimentary colors, which does help keep their costs down and complexity down. But let me know. Do you think this might be a big trend where now everyone's going to factory option it like that? It'll be interesting to see. Personally, I can't help but think you're spending you're spending as much as a car on a car. My family's kind of frugal, so when I think of a car, you can get a nice used car traditionally for, you know, $7,500, $8,000. And yet, this is going to be wrapped on a car. But nevertheless, if you have the money and you prefer it, it's definitely an interesting idea, but good for Tesla. Other interesting business news, you have Qualcomm announcing layoffs, specifically 1,258 employees. All while the UAW is demanding a record number increase for their wages. Pretty much every other business is doing layoffs, but... It'll be interesting to see how the automotive community kneecaps itself so to say but nevertheless qualcomm is in a much more profitable center known as semiconductor so they're one of the most premier global semiconductor and telecom companies out there now of course just like when we talk about business statistics or even political poll statistics it's all about well what's the sample size One thousand two hundred fifty-eight employees well if you have two thousand employees total that's detrimental that's as the public school system well actually no as public as the public school system would not tell you That is a little bit more than half lord knows what they teach nowadays since act scores are at a 30-year low keep up the great job uh teachers unions now it looks like in terms of the equivalence to the global workforce of qualcomm that is going to correlate to 2.5 percent of the global workforce now this is in spite of the recent deals with both large companies including apple and meta to supply them with semiconductors so it'll be interesting help but notice qualcomm is still for some reason headquartered in california might be a good time to relocate and literally save billions in taxes every single year. Call me uh, call me crazy, but I think that'd be a great idea. The, the compelling reason to be in California for most companies is questionable to say the least. Hence why every business conceivably from California is moving to places like Texas and Florida that are infinitely better for business. But it is unfortunate that these employees have are losing their jobs. I'm hoping they find a new career, hopefully Thankfully, the semiconductor industry is quite large, there's a lot of competitors, and hopefully they can make utilize all these laid-off employee skill sets so they are able to find gainful employment soon. Now, going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have CNN targeting the quartering for exposing their fake news, a.k.a. a reporter pretending to be in danger while locals literally just calmly walk by. Now, this isn't the first time CNN has been exposed, neither will it be the last time. It's one of those things where... It's almost as if... It's kind of like the government... Oh, that'd be a fascinating discussion. What's more inept, the U.S. government or CNN? That would be a debate to be had. That'd be... It'd be oh, it'd be, it'd be hard to say. They're both woefully inept. And many people would argue corrupt. Now, in this case, the quarterly made a parody where you have this... He actually did a voiceover. And we'll play the controversial voiceover in a second here. But it was where the CNN team went to Israel... And they pretend to be in danger. Oh yeah, missiles are everywhere. And like, it's literally way, miles away from you. And the reporter who claims, they're you know, they're really, they are pretending to be in danger. They don't even have a helmet or gloves. The only thing I was surprised was that she wasn't wearing high heels as usual. And I think one of the men might be wearing a flip-flop. Ridiculous to say the least, but here is the controversial clip. And if you do know picture-in-picture technology for production or software, I really appreciate the feedback in the comment section. I tried out XSplit and a couple other softwares earlier, where we try to have it so that you do have a picture-in-picture. Ideally, you got little video that I'm referencing over my shoulder, but I keep having issues, and maybe I do need to get a new uh, USB camera. Currently using the uh, the Razer Ken 4K, but again, any feedback is appreciated because I do want to make the show better for everyone. So, without further ado.
1: You can see the area is completely deserted, but I want you to get them off the road. Get them lay down next to the road, OK? Closer to the road, Jerry. Move them. It looks like you're in the middle of a forest.
0: Down.
1: Close, close, close. OK, Jerry, tell the cameraman to keep Clarissa in shot, OK? He's not the Blair Witch Project. You're fine. You're fine. That's it. Perfect. To get, get nice and close. Get the cameraman nice and close. That's
0: the iron OK? That's the iron Look around,
1: Jerry. Just look around as if you're in danger. Try and look nice and scared, yeah, that's it, catching your breath. Dead scary over here with all the bombs going off and all that.
2: Guys.
1: Okay, that's beautiful, that's the money shot. Nice and tight on Clarissa.
0: Are you seeing our situation, guys? Tell her
1: yes. Yes. Can she hear the shells, Jerry, because they are about six miles away? Can you hear the shells?
0: Stay down. Stay down. Jerry, can you boost
1: the volume on those explosions, please? We have to you. Oh, and be a darling and patch me through to Clarissa's microphone, please. Guys,
0: come to
1: us. (sighs) (sighs) Clarissa, I need you to stop swearing. You're overdoing it. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah.
1: Good. Now we're getting set up on sound and visual. We should be going live in about about 15 seconds. Okay.
0: Were you guys rolling on this?
1: Yeah, we're rolling, Clarissa, but we're not live yet. Okay. We can't show the
0: earlier bit. So... Just having that little voiceover, and it's one of those things where, of course, the voiceover was a parody, but a lot of people were saying, oh, no, 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 it's fake. So you actually had something by the Associated Press come out, and they are all, as the youth might say, roasting the quartering, which, as well as fascinating phenomena, I can't help but think, the more your moral compass and actions are true north, the more the mainstream media and most established governments will go after you. I've been tuning into the quartering for a while, and I can't help but see most of his articles and his coverage are extremely articulate and accurate. And, of course, he injects a little bit of comedic humor into it as well. So the fact that some people don't realize that was a joke, well, that just shows how rudimentary or low IQ the United States many people have become over the years, which, again, partially due to the public schools. Great job, teacher unions. Great job. And although they will argue they deserve more money, even though 30-year low SAT score. 32-year to be exact. Now, it looks like, according to the, this on the Associated Press, they're saying, no, CNN did not stage a report about the rocket attack on the Israel-Gaza border. Again, that wasn't a parody. The parody was they're being bombastic and they're saying, oh, yeah, well, attack, but you're six miles out. You're basically just trying to make it more dramatic than it is. Because, again, hilariously and perfectly enough, you had locals just calmly walking right past again, they were not in immediate danger. Because it's also if they were, they would probably you know have actually protective gear on. I mean, I know someone who works at CNN probably has a lower, a rudimentary IQ to say the least. But even they would probably have someone from HR department or their legal department or their what do you call it, the insurance department say, oh yeah, you need a helmet if you're actually going to be in danger. But they weren't. They are were just pretending to be in danger. Now. It looks like the claim that they say in the Associated Press is the video shows a CNN staged news report in which the correspondent and her team sheltered in a ditch near the Israeli Gaza border during the rocket attack. The AP's assessment, false. The video's audio was altered to make it appear CNN team was being directed by someone off screen. I feel like, uh, what was it, The Simpsons, where they have Armstrong Stegger parody, like, pretending to do stand-up. And every time he says a a joke, he has to simply say, clarify, that's the joke. Because that was the joke. Now, it looks like they say in the actual report, it can be viewed on CNN's website. A correspondent for the news network describes the attack. It happens. And let's see here. And actually on Twitter, uh, they even put a community note on it. Which I actually don't think is terrible. Because if you've never heard of the quartering or if you're new to his channel, you might appreciate that disclaimer. So I don't think having that little disclaimer in and of itself is a big issue, but I thought it was hilarious, even when the quartering actually did a new update where he actually had on the screen where he actually clarified in bold font that it was a meme and a parody and GIF, they still added the community note hilariously in and of itself. And of course, when you look at the ratio, so on social media, most people are overwhelmingly in support of the quartering, both on YouTube, Rumble, as well as the platform formerly known as Twitter, now called X. So, interestingly enough, somehow CNN is still relevant, and they're pretending to do call out someone for calling them out, so to say. Let me know in the comments: Does this increase your respect for the quartering? I can't help but think if CNN is starting to critique you, you're probably on the right track. You're probably doing something right. But that's just my three cents. It used to be two cents, but 40 year hyperinflation thanks to the government. Gotta make it three cents should be four but just three cents today though it's still free to click that subscribe button other interesting cultural news you have anheuser Busch posting a picture of dalmatian however they do not clarify his pronouns and they are roasted and ratioed immediately now anheuser bush used to be a beloved american brand for literally decades in terms of being the number one sales spot in the united states in terms of existence well over 100 years and this is a picture of some of the iconic Clydesdale horses and then they have a Dalmatian with a interesting sweater on. Now, it looks like the text before the actual picture is, quote, this is from anheuser Bush. drop a puck if you're ready to if you're ready for the hockey season, unquote. And then they have the picture of the Clydesdale with the little Dalmatian with the, I guess, the this, this St. Louis Blues sweatshirt jersey thingamajig. And, of course, there are a lot of hidden comments. We'll get to them in a minute. Now, of course, do you think this will be positive, negative? Again, the brand that can't define a woman and really can't define a customer base as they alienate people on the right, people on the left, people in the middle. I wonder what the comments are. Let's dive in. Now, let's see here. The first comment, Laura King says, quote, keep boycotting at hashtag Bud Light, Anheuser Bush, Anheuser Bush, and Bev. And she got four likes. Mr. Ryan Tree Fitty. Although, he spelled it with a T-H-R-E-E. Perhaps I've gotten the meme wrong all these years. Perhaps it was a arboretum and a tree metaphor. Nevertheless, Ryan Tree Fitty says, quote, What's the dog's gender? Unquote. Getting one like. Some by name of Right from the D said, quote, I'm sure Dylan is excited. Unquote. In reference to Dylan Mulvaney, the trans activist that. Bud Light managers have and hired for a marketing campaign that subsequently lost them thirty percent of their sales week over week, and actually in terms of the fiscal Q two, four hundred million dollars in sales just evaporated compared to the same fiscal Q two last year, and in terms of sales volume, sales volume is usually down between twenty five and twenty seven percent week over week on average. Now you do have you do have a real compliment a real compliment. I'll to investigate right now someone by the name of Gibbs a proud st. Louis blues fan says quote let's go blues and has a picture of a puck on it's a picture of a hockey puck on ice skates so apparently the hockey puck has become a humanoid thing and when I click on his profile he has 3400 followers which that's ridiculous I have almost 400 and it's all about quality over quantity humble brag. I just had the best followers. Now, at NIC, It looks like, I'll be damned. He has original posts. They're all around the sports balls, or the hockey ball thing. The pucks thing. Not a, not very many reposts. I'll be damned we have a real human interacting in a positive fashion with Anheuser-Busch and Bev. Look at the clock and mark this day down in history. This This has been a first since April 1st, I suspect. I should call the marketing department and congratulate them. Someone else says, we just saw the best version of Jordan Bennington. I don't think he can play better. Unquote. He got 116 likes, which, again, very well might be the most positive thing that has ever been tweeted in regard to that yeah I don't think yeah ah well, let me see here we have somebody by name of Pirates Trump saying we don't drink your woke beer unquote let's see uh slur I can't say or it'd be in poor taste to say uh, a lot of people referencing the clip that has recently become viral going around the internet in which Dylan Mulvaney abolished her man one woman of the year And, of course, they're referencing Bud Light, because, again, they hired Dylan Mulvaney, giving this person probably more money than most... Probably, in those two pictures that they hired Dylan to take, was more money than most people make in a year. Which, good God, that's fascinating, to say the least. Now, let's go to the hidden comments. Because, of course, they believe in censorship, because they're morally, mentally vacuous, to say the least. I'm old-fashioned, some call me an old soul, I'd argue I'm just also an American. I might not agree with what you are saying, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it, which is why my comments section are always open. And if you read me in the comments, they are not always favorable. I do appreciate harsh critique, because that's I think that's how you actually grow best in life. But, ironically enough, the three times I've been censored on YouTube, where YouTube overrode my settings, where my settings are always, by default, allow all comments, was one, ironically, when I made a video talking about YouTube censoring me. Two, when I talked about Bud Light censoring me on Twitter, YouTube came in and disabled all comments. And three, I believe it was talking about the statistics as the sales for Bud Light, or it was more censorship about Bud Light, and that also immediately they disabled all, com- all comments. And when I go in in YouTube Studio, the back end, and actually change it back to allow all comments, it just immediately switched back to disabled. So let's look at the hidden comments, the comments they don't want you to see. Now, someone by name of Joe said, "Quote, real scumbag beer company," getting two likes. Some by name of Trump Twenty Twenty Four saying, "Quote, are you going to apologize for this?" And it's a picture of Dill Mulvaney on the iconic Bud Light can. Which I was going to say, in terms of marketing and history, business history, that can is probably worth. I can't. You could argue that can is worth over four hundred million dollars because that can cost. That's just one fiscal quarter. $400 million of sales is gone. Perhaps the most valuable piece of merchandise in regards to damaging a company's reputation in history. Quite fascinating to see, at least from a business perspective. And a couple of other ones saying, what's the dog's gender? The dog should be working for Yangling. That's kind of funny. So, interestingly enough, there was one or two real comments that were positive. Is this a turning point in the Bud Light boycott? I don't really think so. Anheuser Bush busch is much less um, known on social media. Most Americans don't realize the interconnected web of how many businesses own many brands. And that's why when you look at the social media interaction, the most negative responses in terms of feedback and replies is usually specifically for the Bud Light Twitter handle, then a little bit on the Budweiser handle, and then the Han the Bush busch handle or profile it's usually about 50-50. So I'm not too surprised that they weren't completely ratioed. They're, they were ratioed, don't get me wrong. But not quite as usual. And it'll be interesting to see in just a couple minutes. They actually censored a couple of comments that were here an hour ago. So Rich Mooney actually had a comment here where he asked, what's the poll of you? Would you buy it as Bush Bud Light or would you not buy it? And that's gone. So not too surprised in the draconian fashion they're increasing and ramping up their censorship. Which of course is morally and mentally vacuous to say the least. It'll be interesting to see what is what really happens to public perception when it comes to Anheuser-Busch and Bev. Have you forgotten or forgiven them yet? Are you still participating in the boycott? It'll be interesting to see, but as I always say, time shall tell. Now going on to the political part of the podcast you have vivek calling out nikki haley for supporting war and profiting war his tweet going as youth might say viral getting about a quarter million views in less than a day not to brag but last time i did tweet i got 96 views humble brag i would argue the best views of all time though the best views as some might say and if that impression didn't make your day i apologize but the attempt was there nevertheless now this is actually from an interview that uh, Vivek did on Fox News. He did have a text before the video clip, though, so I'll read the, the text. And if you do have suggestions for production software for picture-in-picture, please let me know in the comments because I'm searching for one. I've tested a couple, still trying to find one that works best for the current hardware configuration that I have now so that we can have the picture actually being shown while I'm referencing it. So any feedback, as usual, is greatly appreciated. Now, the text before the clip is Vivek saying, quote, It's pretty simple. Support Israel's right to defense. Avoid World War III. And if you're Nikki Haley, whose family has made millions post-UN through military contracting, Boeing's board, and collecting corporate stock options while running for president, and has systematically monetized her time in government, you're not the right choice for America today. The fact that Hannity was so adamant against me in revealing. And let's see. Then we'll play a little clip here
3: where if your campaign is principally being run by super PACs, people who can give unlimited amounts of money to your campaign, I don't think that befits the Republican Party. I think we need to be better than that. So I Sean, actually, you and I may have a different, view, have on a that. different view My view is if you're making money off your time in government, then I don't think you're fit to be President of the United States. Well, a More lot importantly of people, though, oh, what's our policy? Stand with our allies while avoiding World War III, and that's where I'm at. A
2: lot of people don't think you're qualified because you aren't even a Republican or voting Republican until what, 2020?
3: Well, Sean, I, did I
0: think it, think it depends on, on what your it? objectives with I I'm pretty sure doesn't Sean Handy like Trump. I mean, Fox News at least previously was pretty pro Trump. Trump didn't have any political experience before he got elected president. So, it's interesting that we well, I think we've seen Fox News shift precipitously throughout the past few months especially, but it's interesting that Sean Fain is making that point of contention
3: with this interview are.
0: Sorry, Sean Hannity. Sean Fain is going to be the next time when we talk about the United Auto Workers.
3: I voted Libertarian in my first election. I voted Republican in 2020. You're right. I'm not a partisan hack. I'll, I come in from I'll, the I'll forgive outside. You for your I'm an independent-minded I mean, patron who speaks the It sounds the
2: truth. to me like you just want to jump from the from the private sector yourself, where you made a lot of money. By the way, I applaud capitalism. I applaud successful people. Sean, I, I applaud you for think, being so transparent about your objectives. I actually think that objectives. people working in the defense this of our country in the defense industry are playing a vital role for the role, role for the cause of freedom. So I don't really call it a corrupting influence so, or suggest that somehow that's a corrupting influence. I actually like the experience so one of those one, one of the things that people can do is actually defense
3: contractors. One of, I of the things have, I loved about that interview with Tucker, one of the things I loved I about that interview great. with Tucker was we were actually able to have a thoughtful conversation a, oh, and go, go deep listen, into issues all you want. rather like than this Tucker. kind of that kind of political, political. And that's
0: not what Fox News is for.
2: Gotcha. The point is this: Good. you yeah, so you watch the you go on, for on these I interviews. Saying. Yeah, I've I, I, I nothing but nice things to say. But here's your problem: people you watch it. You go on these shows. People quote your exact words, and you deny your own words. And I'm saying, if you're going to be a Sean, presidential candidate, and it, you're going to, spend you, I'm going to give you your exact
3: words, either one, own it or. You have been sitting here for years talking about the fake news media. Did you played this you all been, the Sean, time. this time? I'm enjoying this you have been laughing about the fake news media how many times for the last several years and now you're buying the mainstream media narrative when Excuse you know how me, corrupt it is i am quote you game. i am the quoting your exact, I your exact about words did i
2: not quote your exact words did i or did i not quote your exact words did i quote your exact words and
3: absolutely thank you
0: another reason to not another reason Remote interviews are not great, which is why for my interview podcast, I always have them come to the studio. There's always that awkward time delay too, which is inevitable. No matter how good your network is, there's always some unknown variable. So that inherently makes these types of interactions a little more awkward than usual. And of course, this is the Fox News where they have the talking boxes on each side, a cliche in and of itself.
3: Azerbaijan. Yes, I've got you did. Time to go. About a Thank different you. topic, Azerbaijan, where people should actually well, get you should their own information rather than filter through centralized media. I think
2: it's asinine to think somebody that worked in the defense industry should not be qualified to be president. I think people that never held public office like you maybe should they're not qualified to be president. Anyway, we'll come back, we'll continue. Secretary of State we'll Borma. Be...
0: Ironically enough, I think that's part of the appeal to some of these candidates. A lot of people appreciate that they haven't been a lifetime bureaucrat. I mean the definition of sanity is doing the same thing again, again, and again, expecting a different result. You look at DC, some of those people have been there for half a century and have accomplishments so small they could fit on a cocktail napkin. That might be a compliment to actually them considering yeah, they could probably fit a couple accomplishments on there. But nevertheless, they got about a quarter million views in less than a day and about 5,000 likes. Now, interesting enough, What do you think will the comment section will be? Will they be agreeing with Vivek? Will they be agreeing with Fox News? Will they be about lukewarm? Let's dive on in. and Check it out. One of the top most liked responses. It comes from Volgetti saying, quote, Fox is the swamp, unquote. First got 229 likes. And... I think more and more Americans are agreeing. It's hilarious that anyone would consider Fox News right-wing these days when all their DEI initiatives have leaked, all of their internal political views have leaked, the things they celebrate inside the company are certainly not conservative by any means. So, again, I feel like a lot of people are tuning in don't realize what has really happened to Fox News throughout the years and how they really are just a left-wing company with a mask on. I think maybe people would agree with that sentiment given... Their donations, how they support topics, how they support candidates, and also the internal politics that they've created and the internal programs that they have. But, nevertheless, that's another topic for another time. Some by name of the Nengelfiants saying, quote, Stop going on Fox Vivek. They've made it abundantly clear who they'll be backing in this election, and it isn't you or Trump, unquote, getting 59 likes. Some by name of Schmidty saying Hannity is a disappointment, getting 25 likes. Some by name of the Baskinson, saying, quote, It's hard to have a hard fight, but I'm glad you're fighting it. You have my support here in Central PA, unquote. Getting 54 likes. Some by name of the Secret Man, saying, quote, Although, this person might get an F for marketing. It says a Secret Man, but he has a profile picture of his face. Not much of a secret. Or perhaps he's going to the James Bond era or allure of secrecy, where he's a secret agent, but he tells everyone his name. But nevertheless, marketing... Fumble faux pas aside, Mr. The Secret Man said, quote, Vivek is always dropping the mic, unquote, getting seven likes. Some by name of The News Hours saying, quote, Nikki Haley has sold out to the military industrial complex and betrayed the American people. She has no moral authority to speak on Israel's self-defense or World War III. She's only interested in her own power and profit, unquote. Now, that person got 28 likes. And then a lot of people getting 1 to 5 likes saying they're just depending Sean Hannity. Does anyone really watch Handy Hannity anymore? Fox News is garbage, they're saying. D. Flawless saying, quote, Sean Hannity is damn annoying, unquote, getting 90 likes. I'm trying to see if there's anything contrarian. Maiden in USA says, quote, I don't personally understand why Haley gets periodic bumps in the polls. Having said that, it's still a one-man race. No one is going to catch up to Trump, not even you, unquote. She got 43 likes, which is a very common, popular sentiment. A lot of people are noting the gap between even DeSantis and Trump, and then even Vivek and Trump. You're you're talking 30 plus points in most in the poll averages, and so it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of speculation: Is he going? Is he his hope to be VP? I mean, the gap is so large. Although there's a lot of uncertainty, will Trump be legally barred from running? Will a state take his name off the ballot? Which again if you just have one swing state take his trump's name off the ballot there's this with the odds well i was gonna say the electoral college it's gonna be hard pressing some would say impossible to win so there's a lot of legal uncertainty so that might be a lot why a lot of the folks are still running to be the republican nominee trying to see if it's uh let's see here john paul applegate said quote sean handy you are so addicted to hearing and seeing yourself on tv that you have become completely infected by Paul Rhino. I still I haven't watched your show in years, and this interview is the reason many Americans changed the channel after Two Tucker's show, unquote, getting eleven likes. So, as a youth might say, Vivek was not ratioed, as an overwhelming majority of these responses are all positive. And of the negative responses that are here, they're negative against Fox News and Sean Hannity, which there's a lot more material there to be sure. Be, but as far as it looks, looks like that was a positive social media interaction with Vivek. It'll be interesting to see if he's able to increase his support as the polls continue to evolve throughout the electoral process. Other interesting business news, or actually, let me scratch that. Other. Other interesting political news, you have DeSantis says he will repeal Trump's bump stock ban and Biden's pistol brace ban. Will he win over the support from the Second Amendment community? Now, this comes from the DeSantis War Room, which actually, for them, went moderately viral. They usually get, eh, depending on the topic, they usually get between 20, and 30, 40,000 views. Of course, you do have outliers, of course. But this one got about 100,000 views in a day. And the text before the video says, quote, DeSantis, as president, I will repeal Trump's bump stock ban and Biden's pistol brace ban. They are both unconstitutional. And then we have a little clip here. And again, if you do have a software recommendation for Picture in Picture, please let me know in the comments. Always evaluating new tech. trying to make the show better for everyone. So without further ado. We're going to revoke the bureaucracy rules that they're doing under both Trump and Biden. Trump did bump stock and Biden is doing pistol brace. Those are both unconstitutional and not even to Second Amendment and maybe for that, but just the bureaucracy can't legislate and they're legislating with no Congress, congressional authorization. So we're going to repeal both of those uh, because that's going to make a lot of people in jeopardy. Yes, sir. So this will be interesting because the Second Commandment community is a large one and they do get out the vote. Usually They need to get better about that, I would also argue, but. Trump, whether you like him or not, he did ban bump stocks. And from a legal perspective, that was a terrible legal decision, I believe, because, again, they redefined what the definition is of a machine gun, which, of course, case law is a precarious thing. And, again, millions of people purchased that product legally with a letter from the ATF that actually, at the time, signed off on the product. And then, without every having an ability to defend yourself in court or actually argue for, you know, the, what was that, the leave, there's a special amendment for that. You actually can't have; you probably just stolen or by the U.S. government. Unfortunately, most government officials don't care about the Constitution or due process of the rights. But, nevertheless, Trump did ban the bump stocks through an executive order. And again, it's a little unusual in terms of the court casings and how this filing apparently has been overturned by some court of appeals. But at the end of the day, the technology is obsolete; it's been supplanted by superior technology. And unfortunately, the mom and pop shop that manufactured it is out of business. They used to employ a whole town in Texas or as some might say, Texas, which sounds better is the undoubtedly the best state in the union, of course. Now, when it comes to Biden's pistol brace ban, that is also being argued in the courts right now. And again, from a legal perspective, is another instance where someone invented a patent. Is actually a veteran who was, unfortunately due to the war, he was disabled and he wanted to still shoot an AR-15. So he came up with a device in which you could actually clamp it onto your arm as a brace and you could shoot the weapon safely. The government said, yeah, the ATF specifically said, oh yeah, this is a legal product. Here's their little certificate saying we are allowing this patent for this use case. This does not redefine this AR-15 pistol as a rifle. Millions of people bought it. Estimated between 10 and 40 million people bought the product. And then all of a sudden the government goes, oh yeah, we're going to ban that now. We're going to turn you into a felon. So if you don't register this product, we're going to slap you with the usual NFA consequences, that being the National Firearm Act. So if you still have that without actually... Doing it, let me see here, It would actually turn you into a felon overnight. So 10 years in prison and $250,000 fine, to say the least. So, but DeSantis, what are the DeSantis, what do you think the comments will say? Do you think they're supportive of it? Or do you think anyone believes them? It'll be interesting to see. Let's dive on in. Now, of the 100, about 100,000 people who actually viewed that, 1,347 people liked the video from, again, the DeSantis war room. Now it looks like terms of responses. Mr. Williams thoughts said repeal the NFA. Got one like. Again, that would be the National Firearms Act. Which again, again, what are the Republicans are doing these days or for decades? They've been running on that that was passed in 1934. It's been how many years? And they still can't repeal that unconstitutional garbage? Ridiculous to say the least. Again, I think that's I mean, one of the issues is there's a lot of rhinos, which is a pejorative term for Republican in name only, because their actions certainly do not represent the Republican Party. You have Mr. John Eisenberger saying, quote, LOL, Trump's bump stock ban has already been reversed by the courts, and Florida itself bans bump stocks, and Rob had nothing to do do about this at the time as governor. Or had, oh, unquote, grammar aside, it sounds like DeSantis, it's not Ron, it's, it's Ron, not Rob. But nevertheless, Mr. DeSantis, has not done anything about that issue since he's been in office. Now this person got 74 likes and brings up a good point. You should probably fix your state before you wanna try to fix the country, some might say. And yeah, that'd be an easy way to fix it. Someone also by name of Max says, "'How about Florida's red flag laws?' Unquote, getting 43 likes. Because again, if you believe in the Bill of Rights or the sec- and the Second Amendment, you know red flag. red flag laws are disgusting, morally vacuous, and evil. It's because, as simple as it sounds, If you just don't like someone, you could call them in saying, Oh yeah, I feel threatened by them. And the government will steal your guns. And then you have to go to the court and prove that you have the ability to responsibly own them. Disgusting, no due process. They just take them. And this has been abused by a myriad of fake, just think of scenarios. Of course, it's been abused by exes, by ex-wives, ex-girlfriends and vice versa. Sometimes I would say the former more than the latter, but it's been abused so much. So that's a big issue. And yet, yeah, DeSantis isn't bringing that issue up. He hasn't fixed that in his own state. Now, someone named Megatron, which I know who they vote for. Good marketing. This person says, quote, what an irrelevant post for someone who can't rally 10% of his own party and will never be president, unquote. He got nine likes. Now, Mr. Ben Stanton said, quote, why is DeSantis waited? He could have done this for years, unquote. Got five likes. And yes, that is a good correct statement. Now we do have some pejorative ones, or I guess ones are supporting DeSantis and going against the grain in terms of the trend we're seeing where most of these comments are against DeSantis. Mr. Just Chris says, quote, it's funny how the pro-Trumpers in these threads can never attack, attack DeSantis without anything of substance. It's all just childish lies and they cannot prove anything, any evidence to back it up, unquote. Grammar aside, this person did get nine likes. Another couple of folks bringing up a lot of people, actually. Mr. Patriot Prove 2.0 says, he actually did a meme, or actually a clip from a CNN article saying Florida's red flag laws championed by Republicans is taking guns from thousands of people. They got 11 likes. Oh, okay. Here's someone who's actually supportive. Mr. R.C. James says, quote, yes, keeping keep hitting Trump on all his failures. There are many. Glad to see you are finally taking the offensive. keep it up, unquote. Getting 18 likes, so quite a few. Donnie Ferguson said, quote, The pistol brace ban is actually the Trump pistol brace ban. Trump proposed it, but lost the election, and Biden implemented it, unquote. Getting 22 likes. Which, I need to look into that, because that... I was not aware of that. I'm not sure if that is correct. Uh, Let's see here. A lot... uh, I'd still say about... uh, I'd say about uh, let's see here a lot of people yep and not by the name of Jazzy saying quote yep Florida has red flag laws unquote getting five likes so oh, oh, let's see yeah I was gonna, s- I'd say 70% are against Ron in this case so as usual let's see here oh one more one person by the name of Doug says quote Ron is a scumbag and a liar unquote and he has a picture of a article from NPR saying a U.S. appeals court blocks a ban on rapid-fire bump stocks, and then another is a picture of the states that have red flag laws, and of course it includes Florida that got two likes. So the Desantis team continues to attempt to be good at social media, and yet they uh, still not so good. So it'll be interesting to see, of course, what's the correlation between social media and actual votes in the primaries, and will he become the nominee? It'll be interesting to see. It let me know do you think he'll win over the second amendment community i mean eh? i'd say right now it doesn't seem so good again given the lack of action that he's had in his own home state and it wouldn't take much intelligence for a competing or competing republican nominee to point that out astutely so it'll be interesting to see do you if you're pro-gun would you support desantis or who are you i guess that'd be a good question who are you supporting if you're pro-gun do you think trump would be the best for second amendment do you think Vivek might be, be interesting to see, but as I say, time shall tell. Other interesting political news, you have the UAW president wearing a shirt that says eat the rich, but Sean Fain is part of the top 5% of earners. Uh, the typical hypocrite, I mean, so unpalatable the hypocrisy. You see this a lot with people in politics, especially on one side, can't help but seek. Uh, same thing with uh, AOC. Where she literally had the same thing where she wore dresses, dress that eat the rich where she makes Way 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 more money than anyone could possibly fathom for the little things that she actually does Though it is a good example in terms of you don't have anyone could do anything in the United States in terms of I don't want to ever hear everyone here. I want to say I can't do something because a mentally vacuous morally vacuous bartender became a highly paid government employee Ridiculous to say that actually happened now it looks like in terms of making his income and breaking it down, this is thanks to an article on Fox. So interestingly enough, they may have one or two good writers over there still. That in and of it itself might make news. Now, it looks like sh- this is from the main article. Sean Fain, who was elected UAW last UAW uh, in March, has been the one leading the strike. And he has at least two significant streams of revenue. The filing showed he earns about one hundred eighty-seven, two hundred fifty-nine dollars a year, leading the UAW non-profit training program, and another one hundred sixty thousand, one hundred thirty the previous year from his previous role of being an administrative assistant to the union, which is one of the most union things I could possibly think of. And An administrative assistant makes one hundred sixty k a year. Really, that's like a forty thousand. That's like a $20,000 job you get out of college an administrative assistant but it is the Union which may would some would compared to Chicago based um, Chicago based Italian uh, organizational family groups so to say but I'm sure Chicago will be fixed next year that's what I'm always told now it looks like Sean's UAW salary is likely to jump well past $200,000 per year as taking over president and in terms of breaking down, Sean Fain's annual salary of three hundred forty so the combined salary of three hundred forty nine three hundred and forty seven thousand three hundred and eighty nine dollars, placing the top five percent of earners in his home state of Indiana. This according to a Forbes analysis, individuals who exceed their salary exceeds one hundred ninety two thousand nine hundred and twenty eight per year are in the top five percent. Now, if Fane's new salary as president matches his predecessor, former UAW president Ray Curry, his union income increased to two hundred and sixty seven thousand one hundred and twenty six dollars and his overall salary including what he earns from nonprofit UAW Chrysler skill development and training program increased to four hundred and fifty eight thousand eight three hundred and eighty five dollars a salary that would put him in the top one percent of earners fascinating now of course Fain is they continue to say Shane has compared the automotive communities and makers to Nazi Germany, which, a political cliche in and of itself, how many times has that, resp- that reference been beaten over the head? And, of course, he wears that t-shirt, eats the rich, and even more hilariously ironic, well, accurate for, you know, politician that he is, standing right next to Bernie Sanders and getting support from communist Bernie Sanders. Ridiculous, in it, to say the least. Now, I can't believe, and this is, the you the, Union members all overwhelmingly major—they they support him. They voted for him. They still support him. And they're making $500 per week to stand around with picket signs. That's the current allowance that the UAW is giving them from their slush fund for their strike fund. I wonder, do you think the opinion of the union members will change if they figure out how much Sean Fain is really making per year? That's quite a pretty penny to create conflict as a glorified... I would say a glorified divorce attorney. And it'll be interesting to see the UAW just might become bankrupt depending on how much they're forced to give with these negotiations with the contracts with the United Auto Workers. Let me know, does this change your perception of Sean Fain, the president of the UAW, who of course, with our eat the, eat the rich t-shirt and yet he is wildly paid for what he does. It'd be interesting to see, but as I say, time shall tell. Now going on to the business blunder of the day, you have LinkedIn banning my cigars and cybersecurity post, removing their ability to make money off my technology company. I don't know how mentally vacuous this is, but let's dive right in. Now, I looked into the terms and conditions on LinkedIn. So I wanted to boost a post, which is not like the youth might say in terms of boosting a car is when they used to steal a car in the nineties, I believe, according to Urban Dictionary. But in regard to boost, this is a phenomenon on LinkedIn in which if you're a business, you have a business account, you can send out a post, which I did, which instantly enough had a picture of myself, which some might say is not attractive and would, be, would maybe be appropriate for censorship. But nevertheless, it's one of those things where it's a picture of myself, a colleague in front of a cigar store with pictures of you know cigars in the background. And is an advertising event where next month we're gonna host a fun event called Cigars and Cybersecurity. And we're inviting end users, prospective clients to come and check us out, talk about cybersecurity trends, some of our solutions, and everyone who comes gets a really nice high-end butane lighter, butane uh, cigar cutter made on metal. And there's even opportunities to win things cool like an Adobe case, uh, a uh, box of Adobe cigars, We're gonna have a John Wick uh, Blanton's bottle, a humidor, depending on how much you purchase, you get uh, raffle tickets. It's a fascinating, fun event. And yet, because we have the word tobacco and it's a tobacco-related event, they shot it down. So instead of my company paying to boost that so that more people can see the event and see the original post from my business page for and Technologies. They said, no, we don't want your money. We're just not gonna advertise this because they're against tobacco. Now this is ridiculous because on LinkedIn, it's a business site for adults, for networking, talking about the careers. I believe you have to be at least 18 to sign up on it. So it's not, a, I don't believe it's a regulatory thing in, in regards to them not allowing to advertise for tobacco. We're also not advertising a specific tobacco brand like we're sponsored by RJ Reynolds or, any, or Altria or something like that. It's literally an event at a mom and pop local owned business that we want to support and a bunch of our peers in the IT community. And yet LinkedIn said, no, we're, we have enough money. We would rather have less money. Because we don't want to have you advertising a cybersecurity event where people will enjoy a cigar. So they're turning down money as well as an opportunity for people to interact with each other and grow their careers and learn more about cybersecurity. Ridiculous to say the least. Let me know in the comments, do you think it's wise for LinkedIn to give up that revenue stream? It'll be interesting to see, but I can't help but think, yeah, they'll probably perhaps in the long term they'll realize, yeah it'd probably be good to actually encourage people to do networking and have these fun events. But for now, giving up free, easy money, that's got to be the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone again for taking the time to tune in today. I appreciate your support trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of October. So if you could click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, any comments are also appreciated because the feedback is how we grow, make the channel better and better together. Lastly, if you like the channel, it may or may not help with the algorithm. It's a mysterious thing. I'm not quite sure. It seems like it changes on a weekly basis on um, which videos go viral, which ones get shared more. But at the end of the day, a report, your support is also always appreciated. Also, lastly, don't forget to take time to you. tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe, and fight the good fight.